tell you, you guys really can't pick him. This guy is as smart as he is ruthless. The last guy they caught cheating in here, he not only sent him up for 10 years, but he had the bank seize his house, and then he bankrupted his brother. His brother-in-law's tractor dealership, I yeah, heard. He doesn't just take out your knees. Mm -hmm. The guy goes after your livelihood and the livelihood of anybody you ever met. You scared? You suicidal? Only in the morning. Welcome to a very special episode of NBA's Unplugged. This is the Vegas draft, the Vegas movie draft. I'm your host, John Ford. I'm here with Ray Campos and Martin Dyer. We've got a five-round draft coming up for you of our favorite Vegas movies. We have a Vegas trip coming up. It's going to be some great times, some great shows, some drunken revelry. Someone is going to left, get left on the top of Caesar's Palace and found three days later as we retrieve them just in time for graduation. Uh, but we're here to do a movie draft because the NFL draft is happening in Vegas. There's going to be a Vegas movie uh, NFL draft watch party that a lot of people are going to go to. And so we're, we're getting ready for that by drafting our favorite Vegas movies. Uh, Ray, Martin, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having us, John Ford. Thank you for having us. Happy um, to be here. So here's ready the setup. Get this thing going. Here's the setup. It's five rounds, snake draft. Ray is going to have the first, uh, Martin's going to have the first pick. I've got the second pick. Ray's got the third pick. Then we reverse order in the next round and so on and so forth. Uh, once a movie is taken, it can't be taken again. Definition of a Vegas movie is whatever you think a Vegas movie is. It is up to the user. And if someone picks a questionable movie, it's up to our classmates to give them a bunch of shit about it when they get to Vegas. And we find out that they've decided that Citizen Kane is a Vegas movie and decided to pick it in round five. Um, to avoid taking Burt Wonderstone. So this is, <laughs> this is what we're doing. We're ready. We're ready to go, Martin and Ray. Let's start with Ray, because Martin's got the first pick. Ray, you ready for this draft? I'm ready. Smoking aces, baby. Let's go. <laughs> All right, Martin, you ready to go? I'm ready. I, I got my green room set up. Um, I, got my, I got my life-size draft board ready to rock, so ready to rock and roll. We've got uh, someone is, is recording from Cliff Kingsbury's mansion in Phoenix. Someone is recording from Jerry Jones's yacht. <laughs> one, of, one of us has, uh, like Bill Belichick, their dog is going to take over the draft board halfway through and is going to sit at the computer and start making picks. Um, all right. What do you say we get this started? Yeah, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the classic draft move, make a phone call to each the star of each movie right before <laughs> I draft them. You're so going to call Bradley Cooper. Bradley, yeah, yeah, you're not taking yeah. you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to call Bradley Cooper and say, welcome to the USC Marshall podcast draft, you know. Bradley, <laughs> how do you like New Orleans? Going there. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's do it. I think you're coming to play for the Saints. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, Martin, you've got the first pick in the okay. Vegas movie okay. draft. And, um, you know, not, not to be, uh, not to be too obvious or, 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 you know, follow expectations here, but I, I feel like if we're going 
you know, top to bottom of the most eligible and talented Vegas movies, um, I obviously have to start with the first hangover. I mean, that is... You have to. You have to. You, you have to. You have to. I mean, there, there, there's, there's literally no other option. I, I feel like that movie inspired a whole new generation of degenerativitis behavior in Las Vegas, you know, so... The consensus yep. number one pick on the board. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, cause, cause, you know, coming coming out of college, you know, in the combine, getting ready for the draft, you know, it, it just the, the the hangover just lived up to 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 all the hype. So, this if I could the, add something, this is the LeBron James I, of this draft. But go ahead. Yes. Yeah, I think the hangover is along with Superbad is probably the are the two all time classic movies you know the movies from our generation that that will go down in the pantheon of all-time great comedy movies so that's a great pick deserved a number one all right let's listen to a clip daddy didn't need it oh my god she is wearing my grandmother's ring what the ring i'm gonna give to melissa you remember my grandmother's holocaust ring i didn't know they give out rings at the holocaust Literally the most insane thing you could say in that moment is what Alan says, of course. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 you know, I, I feel like that movie bought new life to Vegas. It, it bought new life to Jägermeister, you know, there in the beginning. Um, it, it, it just, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a generational trendsetter and people can argue like, this is the, the baby flag. People try to argue that wedding crashers put, Bradley Cooper on the map. I'm saying Hangover put Bradley Cooper on the map. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, but there, yeah. there, there's a there's a lot of people that argue with me on that and say it was Wedding Crashers. And I go, okay, while he was great at Wedding Crashers, Hank first Hangover put Bradley Cooper on the map because he's not. Let's be real movie, though. He's not a movie no, star until he plays Phil in the Hangover because you don't oh, become 100%. a beloved movie star by playing Sack Lodge. <laughs> like yeah I mean, yeah yeah like you're 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 not a movie star like trapster talk to i mean it's a it's a it's a he has some great one-liners but you know when he evolves into phil he, he be you know he's a star like nobody falls in love with biff tannen from back to the future you gotta be the hero <laughs> character of the movie being great at being the the villain is is fine but all right so yeah but we would do a disservice if we didn't mention Zach Galifianakis in this movie. I mean, oh, that launched his dude, launched his career. All it's just so, like all the best quotes, man, are from Zach Galifianakis. Hearing Baby Carlos crying, that oh, brought me tears <laughs> to my eyes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, absolutely hundred percent, right? And then think about it too, like with that group of actors, like as great as they work together. I feel like you maybe could have thrown some other actors in that group. The one person who could only play that role was Zach Galifianakis. Like nobody else could have played that role in that group. So 100%. of the people of the people in our class, who is the most likely to be at graduation with a second degree burn from being left on the roof of a major Vegas hotel? That's absolutely me. I mean, I, I, I think, I think, I, I, I think the way that um, Hangover was consensus number one, I think I'm going to be consensus number one for going 
going missing in Vegas and waking up on the roof of my hotel. Martin, I have total confidence in your ability to just be a tank and hold it together all the way through the trip. Yeah. And never get That's, lost on a roof. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I, you know, I've, I've, I've had a lot of training, you know, I've been, um, you know, it, it's, it's been uh, the last year and a half at Rock and Rallies has definitely been a, a, a great training down to a, a great training ground to sharpen my skills for, the, for this Vegas trip, you know, but um, I mean, that's assuming Ray doesn't slip anything in our Jägermeister. It's really too bad. When we, when we get to Vegas, because, <laughs> you know, I mean, he, you know, I, that, that's the, that's, that's, that, that's depending on that, on that. All right. Who, who would be the oh, most man. likely to spike the Jägermeister to be sure everybody had a better time? It's really a shame we're because we're, we're not Tommy Awards because these are, these are ripe to be yeah. Tommy Awards. <laughs> we're really uh, putting I, I our classmates the, on blast here. <laughs> 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 I, think, I think the program office would have vetoed the award, but at least we would have the vote yeah. total. So we would, oh, I could reveal it on the pod. I could reveal it on the pod. All right, yes. number two pick. Um, I am taking Ocean's Eleven. Okay. What? I need a reason. <laughs> Don't say money. Why do this? Why not do it? Because yesterday I walked out of the joint after losing four years of my life and your cold decking team beat cover boys. Because the house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes, the house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big and then you take the house. Been practicing that speech, haven't you? A little bit. Did I rush it? It felt like I rushed it. No, it's good. I liked it. Team beat things hard. Um, Ocean's Eleven is, I know Hangover is the number one pick on everybody's board. Ocean's Eleven is actually my favorite Vegas movie. It is the, it's the number one pick to me personally. It's the ultimate movie star showcase. It's just dudes being dudes, hanging out, being cool on the strip. And I love every minute of it. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I don't think anybody can argue that, that that's, that's a, you know, that's a, that's a hard number two. That's a great Vegas movie. Do you do you feel sometimes in the in Ocean Eleven, the Ocean's movies, like things get a little too cheesy? Like, not like just like like the oh my god, this is the most serious, intense, badass thing to like ever happen in the history of the world. And I'm leaving out Don Cheadle's accent, terrible accent, out of the whole you know question of being cheesy because like that's just a whole other conversation, but. Like, John Ford, like, did you ever feel that, like, it might be just, it's almost, like, too much at times, or no? No, because the the way the movie's paced is so breezy that I think everything that happens is in line with the tone of the movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, obviously, I knew this movie was going to get picked, and I'm ashamed to call myself, you know, film buff, because I did not know this. Ocean's Eleven is a remake of the 1960 version. And guess who was on this this uh, cast? Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr., and Dean Martin. What a cast for a yeah. movie. Hmm. Insane. I, I, <laughs> I knew it was a remake, uh, which is crazy. I know nothing about films. But 
Uh, I knew it was remade, but I did, I did not know that was the cast. That's a crazy cast. Yeah, insane. Yeah, I, I mean, guess, it's a, yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a classic. It's a classic. And like, it's one of those movies, like, cause like, I, I still have cable cause I'm just old and was born in the eighties and refused to, to move forward. So I, uh, I still have cable and, you know, if any of the oceans movies are on, I'm, I'm probably going to just sit down and watch it as I'm, as I'm, as I'm going through the, through the channels, the, the newest one, the, the Ocean's Eight one with Sandra Bullock, that's a pretty, that's actually, that's a pretty good movie. I liked it. It was good. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that was a film. But that would make sense that, that Ocean's, the new Ocean's Eleven is so, you know, star-studded too in the spirit of the original. So, yeah, that's a good pick. I like that one. All right, Ray, your first round pick. So my first round pick is going to be Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. The movie adaptation of the all-time classic book uh, from Hunter S. Thompson. So, if you have a clip, I don't know if you have a clip. With one of the great, with one of the great opening lines of any movie. We were somewhere around Barstow, on the edge of the desert, when the drugs began to take hold. All right. Started playing the next one. But yeah, yeah. I, I actually had never seen this. I knew you were going to probably draft this at some point, Ray, and so I watched it for the first time. And uh, I, will, I will not ask which of our classmates is most likely to pull <laughs> to, turn, to turn into Hunter S. Thompson in this movie. <laughs> Look, you just got to, regardless of the fact that it is the most psychedelic movie, that one of the most psychedelic movies I've ever seen, um and whether or not you know you are into that kind of stuff but you have to respect the art behind it you know the style of the film the acting i mean you have johnny depp benicio del toro and you have them back in the 90s man like when before they were even like you know as big as they are today it's got like scenes from toby mcguire and like cameos from gary Busey, just super cool Funny moments, all-time classic lines, parts that are legitimately scary, <laughs> like like when they take ether and you know they see like. <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've 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 actually never seen this movie. Um, in my in my in my movie research finished draft, I I I came across it when I saw the name. I was like, oh, I've heard that movie, but I've never seen it. But I've I I hear it's legendary. Yeah, everyone's it, seen the poster. If you see the poster, you know what I'm talking about. It's an incredible vibe movie. The, the movie has an absolute mm-hmm. vibe from front to back. And uh, my understanding is that Hunter S. Thompson was like Johnny Depp's hero. And so he wanted Ray Dowdy to make this movie. And he's the reason it got made. That's cool. What is, what is Johnny Depp doing now? He like fell off the grid. Um, he now begs people to hire him because he got into this lawsuit with his now ex-wife, Amber Heard. Oh, yeah, Amber Heard, yeah, yeah, yeah. And through the discovery process, he had to testify that he had a bunch of drug and alcohol issues, including one on the set of Pirates of the Caribbean 4, where he had hurt his hand, and it was sort of unclear initially how it happened, but he admitted in the deposition that the way that he got hurt was... um, 
that he actually got drunk and high and smashed up a house that he was renting in Australia. And so all of a sudden he like became uninsurable. Do you think that if we invite Johnny Depp to disorientation, he'll come? If we what? If we invite Johnny Depp to disorientation ship to Vegas, that'll come. I, he's available. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it sounds like the guy likes to party. He might be an asset to the to the team. Uh, I think that I think you should call him. Yeah. Well, you know, if, if he if he if he if he gets drafted in any you know if he gets drafted again in any of our movies, I'll, I'll ask him when I give him the the draft phone call. I think we'll have to bend the, the definition pretty hard about what a Vegas movie is to be drafted. <laughs> I, I don't know that uh, Fantastic Beasts is <laughs> done. Well, you know, uh, Pirates Caribbean, they, they might have sailed by what was going to be Vegas eventually, you know? I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> All right. So it's a snake draft. Ray, you get two cracks at this one. What's your, uh, your next pick? And I'm... S- I'm so stoked that this movie's still on the board. Can I predict my, two of my is? two of my top three? I think you're gonna guess it, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'll instead of revealing it, I will just put it in the chat. Mm. No, no, that's not it. That's not it. All right. Oh, so we have these drafts. Oh, that's okay. Why we do these drafts. Oh, I think <laughs> Ray Ray has a, has a little sleeper going over there. A little sleeper pick. It's a surprise uh, pick. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the movie that that Marshall kids will uh, give a shit about dropping until number four. It's Vegas Vacation. Oh, the yeah. best. I was, was going to guess that. The, All right. The we best got a, we got vacation a clip. of all of them. Oh, okay. We got a clip. This is actually going to happen to a lot of our classmates, I think. $500. You don't know when to quit, do you, Chris Wald? Chips. Changing 500. Whoop. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet? Then we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. Oh, my God. So good. Man. Best make- Fantastic movie. The vacation movies, all of them are good. All of them are good. They are, they are. This is the best one. 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 Arguably Chevy Chase's best movie, at least in my opinion. Dude, some of of the things in this movie, Nick Papa Giorgio. Oh my God. You know, Russ, walking outside. (laughs) Walking outside. Getting the getting the fake ID on the strip in the thing where you stick your head in, <laughs> and then Papa Giorgio. Oh, I forgot about that name. Oh, that's Wayne the best Newton name ever. Stealing, Wayne Newton stealing Clark's wife. <laughs> it's just like it's so funny. It's like nonstop laughter from the beginning to the end. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a um, yeah. That's a good. My 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 favorite is the end when he's like, I don't know what happened. I put in a coin. I want a car. I put in a coin. I want a car. I put in a coin. <laughs> Chuck Chase is like, all right, yeah, yeah, we get it. All right, we get it. We get it. Oh, that's so yeah, that's a that's a that's a good one. All right, I got I got no complaints about this. This is an absolutely fantastic movie. It's hilarious. Um, nothing but good things to say about it. Great Randy Newman, per- Randy Quaid performance, I should say, as uh, Cousin Eddie. Mm-hmm. 
cousin all around. Yep. Just all around great. When they go to the the like low rent casino and play all the goofy hillbilly games. I love that one. Yeah, go go fish. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The best part is when he's like, I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. And he's looking yeah. at him and he's like, and he's like, three. He's like seven. He's like, damn it. <laughs> that that is that is such a good part. I love that one. <laughs> yeah, very, very, very good movie. Very, 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 very wholesome Vegas movie. All right. I love that pick. So now you've got uh, you got a pretty good team shaping up here, right? You got Fear and Loathing, and you got Vegas mm-hmm. Vacation. Um, yep, yep, yep. Happy with it. I don't think that they play Go Fish at the Tangiers, though. And my next pick is I'm taking Casino. In Vegas, everybody's got to watch everybody else. Since the players are looking to beat the casino. The dealers are watching the players. The boxmen are watching the dealers. The floormen are watching the boxmen. The pit bosses are watching the floormen. The shift bosses are watching the pit bosses. The casino manager is watching the shift bosses. I'm watching the casino manager, and the eye in the sky is watching us all. As we all know, that is the second most entertaining clip I could have picked. There is a better one, but uh, I didn't want to put that on the podcast because it gets <laughs> keep it I, keep it family friendly or mildly mildly family. This has an explicit warning on it, but uh, I think I think when we uh, get into Joe Pesci screaming racial slurs, I don't actually need to. Yeah, are we are we so like? Do we have to put the explicit content warning so we don't get sued by the FCC or something? Um, I I put it on just because. Okay. It, okay. it lets us operate without limits. Okay. Um, if they, if I, I still, they, if, I still didn't, I still didn't want to play the uh, the anti-Semitic rant in the desert. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's But it is, good. it is that's a great. Scene. Have, you, have you guys seen the um, the video of Burton Ernie dubbed over with that audio? No, yeah. I do love this. Oh my god, it's it's pretty good. Google Burton Ernie Casino after the podcast is over. Cool. You will you will be in for a real treat. Um, yeah. I love because I do want to say, yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to say, sorry, Rob, shout out to Rob Ferrioli, you know, one of our closest friends in the program and cinema school. He wanted me to pick this on his behalf. It's been oh. taken. So go, so go ahead, John Ford, yeah. take the glory. <laughs> it will not, it will not go undrafted. Uh, this is a Martin Scorsese, maybe not a masterpiece it's like 70 percent narration it's actually a very strange movie when you rewatch it and it's mostly just narration because it's based on a novel and they're like reading highlights of the novel um but the filmmaking skill that scorsese has to keep you in this movie that is basically just de niro and pesci alternating narration uh, is masterful and the recreation of 1970s las vegas uh, is really a treat it's really a treat to take you back to a bygone time before it all turned into, as Robert De Niro says in the movie, before it all turned into Disney World. Mm. Yeah, I, I I've only seen Casino like once, but or twice. But yeah, it's a, it's definitely a great movie. Great movie. Never all right, I it. I am I am ready for my pick. I'm, but be- I'm just before so we before we go on, did uh, did Rob have any comments he wanted inserted about Casino, or did he just want to make sure it got some love? 
He just wanted to make sure it got some love. He, he, he called it the elite Vegas movie. So I think that would have been his number one pick. Oh. Um, but yeah, you know, Rob, true film buff. He knows his stuff. So that kudos to you, John. That That's a good pick in his book. Also, shout out to Rob because Rob Ferraioli has seen every single movie and TV show <laughs> ever made. <laughs> I've never met a I literally there is not a piece of media content on this earth that he has it, 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 it's insane. He's seen everything ever made. I I second that. That is that is yeah, true. No, it, yeah, no, yeah. He's I don't yeah, it's 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 absolutely wild. He'll he'll come it's to me and be like, Yeah. <laughs> he'll come to me and be like, hey, like did you did, did you see this obscure like Dot this like obscure pilot series out of like southeast Singapore, you know, or it's like it's, it's, yeah, like, it's on the i it's on the iFlix streaming service. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like he's he's bouncing off like freaking space satellites to to to, to get it. Yeah, but anyway, which um, can I watch it on? Oh, you've got to go to this parking garage in yeah Norfolk, yeah Norfolk, Virginia. There's a guy with Blu-rays, 4K that he hands you. <laughs> She returned it in a week. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 actually ridiculous. Um, but yeah, shit, wait, but out. we have, but John goes again, right? It's a snake draft. Uh no, I just I just went so Martin's yeah. up to finish the round. Yeah, oh, oh. oh, I forgot. Dang, Ray, trying to trying got to, lost, trying got to, lost. I got lost. I got lost. Trying to my pick, dude. <laughs> are you are you are you are you nervous because you know it's going to be such a fire pick? Oh, are you nervous? All right. Hey, all right. Hey, hey. With, let, uh, let your actions speak louder than words. <laughs> <laughs> all right. With the uh, I don't know what picker one with the the six pick in the twenty twenty two Marshall podcast Vegas draft. Um, I'm taking Austin Powers. I'm 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 I'm, I'm taking Austin Powers, man. And Michigan can't can't leave it on the board anymore. Let's uh let's take a. A Austin Powers clip that is uh, slightly news relevant at this point. This is Commander Gilmore, U.S. Strategic Command, and General Bolshevsky, Russian intelligence. Russian intelligence? Are you mad? A lot's happened since you were frozen. The Cold War's over. Well, finally those capitalist pigs will pay for their crimes, eh? Hey, comrades, hey! Austin, we won. Oh, groovy, smashing, yay capitalism! <laughs> Uh, I mean, my, like, there's so much I've lost power. First of all, just the, the face and the epitome of late 90s comedy, like, comedy, yes. you know, I mean, like, you throw well, in some, you horny, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you, like, if you, if you throw in some Doc Martens and some Jingos and like a Spencer's Lava Lamp <laughs> and just sprinkle some awesome powers on top. Like you got ninety seven all over again, uh, but honestly, when I thought about drafting this, the scene that came to mind was when he's sitting at the table with with number two, and number two has his little eye, this little glass thing. He's playing blackjack, and number two hits on like sixteen, and he gets like a, like a, like, a, like a four, he's twenty one, and then he deals the cards to Austin Powers, and he gets a two, and he's like, "I'll stay." I also like to live dangerously. <laughs> That's my favorite Vegas part of that of that whole movie. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, 
Austin Powers just I, do y'all consider Austin Powers being a Vegas? I think it counts. It, it I, I'm glad you asked that. I'm glad, glad you asked that, that question. I wasn't sure, to be honest with you. Are you serious? It's been forever since I've been forever since I. It's been forever since I've seen it, but I don't remember the bulk of the movie taking place in Las Vegas. Is that the case? I, yeah, I think yeah, because they they fly to Vegas. He plays blackjack okay. number two. He goes in the stock in the bathroom with with uh, Tom Arnold. Yeah. Like, Who does number two work for? You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that counts. Like that totally counts. I know, right? Like I just, mean, just yeah, yeah. just those two scenes alone make it make it count. I yeah, and then yeah, I, I I'm pretty sure the whole rest of the movie is in Vegas. I'm, yeah, I'm, it's, I'm, in, it's, in, it's in Vegas and then Dr. Evil's lair is in the Nevada desert. And they, yes. the, the first yes. date between Austin Powers and Elizabeth Hurley, they're on the bus with Burt Baccarat. Yeah, yeah, and they're, and they're driving through Vegas. Elizabeth um, Hurley, child, childhood crush right there. Yeah, yeah. That's a great, that's a great uh, actress. Yeah, yeah, she was, she was so good. And um, uh, what's that movie where she's the devil? Oh, bewitched. Oh, or, I know we're talking or, about. No, it's no, uh, um, uh, but bedazzled. Yeah, bedazzled. Yeah, she, yeah. Oh, dude, she was she yeah. was so funny. She was she was so funny in that movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, Austin Powers. I, I so I was actually considering if I wouldn't have had the number one overall pick and I had to take Hangover, I was going to take Austin Powers in the first round. Oh wow! Wow, that's, that's how adamant. That that's how adamant I feel about the greatness and vagusness of Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Austin Powers. I, I like it. it I like it. I think lock it up and pick. seal it. I think it's a great pick. You've got another pick coming up because oh, is it me again? Top of the next round. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna have to go smoking aces. All right. There we I go. I have never seen Smoking Aces, and I do not have a clip. John Ford. How have you not seen Smoking Aces? I cranked through so many movies to prepare for this podcast, just in case they got drafted. I just didn't quite make it to Smoking Aces. Oh, uh, Jeremy Piven, fantastic. Ryan Reynolds, good. A little too Ryan Reynoldsy at times, um, uh-huh. but Jeremy Piven is just unreal in that movie um so yeah hi but yeah great great vegas movie um yeah i'm, I'm going it, it, it's a you know great great vegas action movie like thriller i'm going to smoking aces all day and then at the end you haven't seen it jump forward but but ray like when he has the cards like jimmy piven and he's like playing mm-hmm. with cards oh it's it's, it's incredible it's incredible i want for our trip to Vegas, I want that bathroom that he's wearing in the movie. He's wearing this like this like velvet, like just like incredibly ridiculous bathroom. I just want to walk around Vegas the whole time that they're wearing that. Hell yeah. I guess I know what I'm watching tonight. Yeah, man. It's fantastic. So Ray, you're a fan of Smoking Aces as well. Um, Smoking Aces, good movie. It's been a long time since I've seen it. But uh, definitely deserves to be in the in the draft for sure. So that's a, that's a decent pick. It's maybe, a good pick. It's a good pick. Yeah, maybe 
John Ford, maybe, maybe we can like rent out Rock and Rallies for like the Sunken Aces screening because <laughs> I uh, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm gonna be there anyway. So we can just go ahead and throw Smoking Aces up on the uh, on the on the on the TVs. Um, by the way, uh, BEA spent a lot of money at Rock and Rallies last night. So um, and apparently uh, Max Reinhardt and Josh Feldman got eye patches out the deal. So, um, yeah, yeah. Apparently because they were the last, the, the, the last two there standing, they, they got some, they not, not a, not a shirt, like not a rock and roll shirt, not a, not a hat, you know, they, they got eye patches. So I was, yeah. That's because they were there. That's because they're there studying that hard, you know? Yes, exactly. They were studying for that long that they got the eye patches at Rock and Riley. Exactly. They, they, get on, get on you, Jersh and Max. Yeah. They, the Jersh and young Max wanted a, wanted a a good quiet place to study. So they went to Rock and Riley. There we go. All right. So I'm up now and I cannot believe that you guys have let this happen. I cannot believe that you are going to let me take Showgirls in the third round. I can't believe oh. it's still here. I can't believe it's still here. I can't believe you're taking that one. That's, that's <laughs> like it's funny because like I thought you were going to just say some like super like and like and I was just like I was like what was that was talking about? Uh, but no, yeah, that is a great movie though. Are, are we are we yeah. denigrating this movie that has what I'm about to play? The greatest line of dialogue ever sm- spoken in the history of film. I saw Let him play you. it. I have a funny thing Man, to say. Everybody got AIDS and shit. That was a real line somebody <laughs> put in a studio feature film, and people at the studio were like, "Yeah, that's good. That should stay in the movie." <laughs> uh, I uh, I. I I see it. And by the way, if you Google Showgirls, it says the first clip on YouTube is, and I quote, the title of the of the clip is "Why Showgirls is actually the best movie ever." So I'm gonna think <laughs> I'm gonna think John Ford posted this video on, on YouTube. I'm gonna so, I'm gonna Showgirls. Like the only thing I remember about Showgirls is that for some reason, when I was a kid, I remember seeing this movie. On in my parents' VHS collection, <laughs> so I was like, oh, <laughs> so I don't know why they had Showgirls. I don't know why they like this great movie. <laughs> Very scandalous choice. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it has an NC-17 rating, which like it doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> Just go ahead and throw that one in the uh, VHS collection. You know, next to like, like Jurassic Park two <laughs> yeah, and like exactly. you know some some other nineties VHS. Yeah, True Lies or something. Like, True Lies. <laughs> <laughs> Terminator two. Right just go ahead and throw yeah. it next to those. <laughs> oh Ray's like, wait, why? Why do my parents have a copy of Showgirls? Wait, do do my parents <laughs> fuck? <laughs> hey. Let's not get into that. This is a, this is a, this is a school podcast. 
You're going to have to edit uh, that out, John Ford. Hey, hey, man. John, John Ford put the warning on the on the, on the the clip, man. I know. Hey, you're... I want Janela, Janela coming after us. Man. Hey, you you watch a lot of Joe Rogan, man. Like, if you if you, if you you want to get the raise, if you if you want to get that big Spotify deal, Ray Ray, you got you to gotta go big, man. That's hilarious. Oh, oh, Ray listens to Joe Rogan? Yeah, I... Uh, there's a few clips you know a few episodes that i watch on topics that are interesting but no i'm not a joe rogan fan uh, he he said you watch a lot of joe rogan i know he doesn't talk about me i don't even know yeah young i think i think of our crowd young young max is a big joe rogan he might be that strikes me as a joe joe rogan fan for sure yeah all right so i have i have crossed the threshold and taken showgirls uh so now (laughs) And I'm very it's happy. wide open now. By the way, <laughs> wide open. oh the game, oh the game has changed. <laughs> Speaking of of uh, showgirls in the '90s, do you guys remember when VH1 decided to boost its ratings by putting showgirls on basic cable, and they aired an edit of the movie that because they can't show nudity on VH1, everybody whenever they're naked has a cartoon bikini drawn on them. John Ford, what year was this? This like was like 1984. Well, okay. the movie was not out in 1984. Okay. <laughs> this was like 98, 99. I mean, John Ford, you're what, like 48, 40, 40 uh, nine years old, right? Yeah, it's about right. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's why at some point I'm going to be drafting Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, John Ford's going to be like, I'm drafting this. Uh, this silent Never. movie that like Charlie <laughs> Chaplin did back in back in 1924. Yeah. It was uh, it was it was really an underrated uh, release. I remember seeing it in 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 theaters. The original Viva <laughs> Las Vegas with Elvis Presley. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm sorry, Ray blew my cover. I was going to make my fifth round pick the 1960 version of Ocean's Eleven with the Rat Pack. John Ford's oh, like they just don't. Don really like they just don't no, make them no, like, no, no. I get that anymore. Uh, no, I've I've got Ocean's Eleven, the Clooney version, the Soderbergh Clooney Pit version, yep. Casino, and Showgirls. Those are my picks so far. So, uh, and uh, Ray, you're actually up now. All right, with my third pick in the draft, I am picking. I I'm actually shocked that this one's still here, but it's only because I know that you guys let it fall this far, so I, I appreciate it. Swingers. Swingers. Roll the tape. Roll the tape. <laughs> so, so I actually will confess, I do not particularly like swingers at all. I think it's <laughs> um, I, it's, I don't, it definitely is worthy of being a top 15 Vegas film for sure. But I, I do have what I think is a very poignant and very wise scene from the end. Art, you know, how it is, man, it's like. You wake up every day and it hurts a little bit less, and then you wake up one day and it doesn't hurt at all. And the funny thing is, is that this is kind of weird, but it's like, it's like you almost miss that pain. You miss the pain? Yeah, for the same reason that you miss her, because you, you lived with it for so long.
All right. So it's it's not, I would agree with you, it's not a particularly great story film, but it's a cult classic. It's a fan favorite. It has to be in this list. Honestly, this is a, probably a pick that a lot of our classmates, I know Nick Damolina likes this one. They're going to give a shit for not being higher on the list, actually. Yeah. It's a classic movie. Every Angelino knows about the scene at the beginning of the movie where they're playing golf in in Las Feliz, in the Las Feliz golf course. Um, awesome golf course for all bad golfers, just like me. Talking, you got Vince Vaughn, John Favreau talking about their shitty lives, they're broke, whatever, single, and uh, that just kickstarts the movie. And it's just, it's just a, a classic, you know, young Vince Vaughn movie. Uh, very, very uh, entertaining Vegas scenes with Blackjack and, you know, you know, taking strippers, going back to strippers, uh, trailers and stuff like that. So it's got to be on the list. I have some comments about young Vince Vaughn and his performance in this movie, which is what's aged the worst for me. Go for it. No, I'll, I'll let Martin talk if he's got something to say. Mm-mm. No? No, no, no. I mean, I, this is a... This is a great movie, but I, I want to hear your hot take on Young Vince Vaughn. Uh, that this, the character he's playing is one of the creepiest people that has ever been in a movie ever. Just constantly oh. talking about the beautiful babies, the beautiful babies, just like so over yeah. the top about it. And it's like, I see why you had to set the movie on the Vegas Strip because this character probably is not allowed to be within 200 feet of a school. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, you should, you should, or when, He's whenever, Ray, apart, man. when, yeah. whenever Ray Ray calls Vince Vaughn, let him know that he was drafted. You should definitely relay that, relay that to him, John Ford. Uh, Vince, we'd like to, we'd like to draft you, uh, but first, can you subject yourself to a background check? <laughs> just gotta make sure, gotta make sure we don't have a situation. Um, hey, come on. He can't be that creepy. He dated Jennifer Aniston. That's a stand-up girl, one of the prettiest in Hollywood. So uh, it's, it's the character, she didn't not mind the it. actor. The <laughs> Is that confirmed that, that they dated? Oh, they definitely did. Oh, they did? Oh, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure, yeah. According it, was to after, it was after the movie The Breakup that they filmed together. I mean, but like, you know, like, there's rumors that me and Jennifer Anderson dated too, you know? So, I mean, it's, 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 it's <laughs> rumors you know, that like you're Yeah, <laughs> I know. I mean, it's Hollywood, you know? Like, I mean, it's definitely something that, that we have to confirm, you know? Like, I'm just saying, you know? Let me well, go it, to my uh, Wikipedia. It, 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 it makes know, sense too. because you both know Jen's manager. Yeah, there, there you go. There you That's go, right. you know? Yeah, I, oh. I actually introduced them, you know? So, yeah. I will say in defense of swingers, there are some great scenes. There are some really poignant stuff about breakups. The voicemail scene is an incredible scene. And it's a great Vegas movie, but it's also a great LA movie. And it really captures the idea that people in LA can and do just decide on a Friday with no planning. Like, I'm just going to go to Vegas because mm-hmm. I can just get exactly. in the car and drive out there in four hours. Well, yeah, Vegas is, Vegas is that's what we're about to do. Not what, uh, we're about to get get to get in cars and drive to Vegas. It's awesome. Well, we're gonna get in John Ford's Tesla since gas is gonna be eighteen dollars a gallon by the time we go to Vegas in, in four weeks. Yeah. Um. Um. What? Hasn't, go ahead. I said, "What round are we in? The third? 
We're about to start the fourth round and oh, okay. Ray is up again. Okay. All right, guys. So I'm going to start. Ooh, actually, never mind. Got another uh, pure play Vegas film here with my All right. fourth pick. This is 21. Excellent. Uh, I don't know if you. So, I'm so glad you did. All right. Hell yeah. All right. So this is a this is a really underrated movie. Uh, just before, if you have, I don't know if you have a clip, but uh, really I do, quick. But I, I do, but I want to set it up first. So go for okay. it. Okay. So this is an, a really underrated movie. It stars a great actor. He shall not be named. Kevin Spacey. Um, it also the late, has the late Kevin good... Spacey. The late Kevin Spacey. Rest in peace. The late Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Phenomenal job. Yeah, what a fucking creep. Jeez. Anyway, continue. Still had to pick the movie. Um, you know, the other lead actor, his name's Jim Sturgis, uh, plays a, does a really good job as well. Um, it's about uh, basically a really smart MIT student and pairs up with his professor, who's Kevin Spacey, obviously another really smart guy, and they start a blackjack team. And they basically start card counting and go to Vegas. And just a really great movie. Again, really underrated. So let's, let's roll that clip and, and see what you guys have to say about that. Credit. Shall we? Hold on. So this is why um, I'm glad you picked the, the movie 21, because they do the Monty Hall problem. Ben, a chance for some extra credit, shall we? We're going to call this um, the game show host problem, all right? Ben, suppose you're on a game show, and you are given a chance to choose from three different doors, all right? Now, behind one of the doors is a new car. Behind the other two, goats. Which door would you choose, Ben? Uh, door number one. Door number one. Ben chooses door number one. All right, now, the game show host, who, by the way, knows what's behind all the other doors, decides to open another door. Let's say he chooses... Door number three, behind which sits a goat. Now, Ben, game show host comes up to you and says, Ben, do you want to stay with door number one or go with door number two? Now, is it in your interest to switch your choice? Yeah. Well, wait. Remember, the host knows where the car is, so how do you know he's not playing a trick on you, trying to use reverse psychology to get you to pick a goat? Well, I, I wouldn't really care. I mean, my answer's based on statistics, based on variable change. Variable change, but he just asked you a simple question. Yeah, but she's changed everything. Enlighten us. Well, when I was originally asked to choose a door, I had a 33.3% chance of choosing right. But after he opens one of the doors and then reoffers me the choice, it's now 66.7% if I choose to switch. So, yeah, I'll take door number two and thank you for the extra 33.3%. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what class we did this in, but I still don't understand stats at all. At all. Stats. I must have watched that. I must have watched that YouTube video 30 times, and I still do have no idea what that what the money hall problem is talking about. As long as you know what to do when you're on the game show, you still get the card. Yeah. But we didn't we didn't give him enough love right there, John. Say it one more time. Credit to who? When son. There we when, go. My man. My uh and uh I was just gonna say I I can't believe I didn't say this in my intro based on a true story, this movie. So yeah. I'm I'm yeah. I'm I'm supposed to I'm supposed to go hoop with, with 
with with Wynn's son. Apparently, he likes to play pickup basketball on the weekends. I bet, like, like, can you imagine Wynn out there just like crossing people up in like in like South Central on the on the, on the court? You know, um, legend. So, <laughs> is that funny, real? <laughs> Are you no, no, no. I'm serious. Like, he, I was talking to him one day in office hours. He's like, yeah, like I play pickup. Like, and that's like a real thing. Yeah, like, you know, like, he, he's out there hooping on people. He's got Jordans? <laughs> yeah, he, he has J's. So, like, when I when I picture Wynn hooping, I picture, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Adam Sandler. You know, like, when you see Adam Sandler play pickup, he has, like, the long shorts, like, like down to his, to his ankles, you know, like, just way too baggy. That's that's yeah. how I, I picture Wynn. I, um, so, the first time I saw this movie, I can't remember what year it was, but I was – going to Vegas shortly after that. And so I watched this movie and I was like, man, I was like, I'm going to learn how to count cards. I was like, I was, I was inspired by this movie. And I like got to Vegas. I was like, all right, like I'm going to, I'm going to play blackjack. I'm going to be focused. And like, I'm just going to be, be, be on it. And then, you know, of course I get to Vegas and just get absolutely just trashed, just like certifiably trashed. And um, go to attempt to play blackjack, and it was just an absolute disaster. I I, I don't think I won a single hand because I was hitting on like nineteen because I was just so hammered. But um, yes, very very good movie. It inspired me, but then I just got too wasted, so it didn't work out. But great movie. <laughs> um, great story. I do love it. And, a, and an excellent Kate Bosworth performance. She, oh, she is in that movie. Yeah, she's the girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. Yeah. Comes, All right, those are my two. Who comes to recruit him oh, yeah. at like a men's warehouse where he's working. And he's like, I don't know if I want to make millions of dollars playing professional blackjack. I'm fine here at the men's warehouse. I'm not going to go to Vegas with Kate Bosworth and play professional blackjack for a million dollars. I'm just going to sell ties to guys here. <laughs> I was in a men's warehouse last week, actually. Yeah. I had to, I had to win a tux for a, for a wedding. Um, it was huge. It was, a, it was a massive store. And my, when I went and picked my tux up in Austin, my buddy, Dougie Fresh, it's not Dougie Fresh, but um, he got an amazing shirt on clearance for like 70 bucks. So Shout out to Men's Warehouse. All right. So I'm up. Round four. I've got two picks left here. Um, I, have movie, I have a movie I want to take, but I think it's still going to be there for me in round five. Actually, I think both of the movies I want to take is still going to be there for me in round five. Um, all right. I'm going to give you another chance to make jokes about how I'm an old man. Yay. Um, I'm going to take Honeymoon in Vegas. Uh, that's yeah. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Ray wasn't even born yet. Um, so this is Nicolas Cage and Sarah Jessica Parker and James Caan, 1992. Uh, Nicolas Cage is a down on his luck private eye who somehow is dating Sarah Jessica Parker. I don't. That's not really something that's ever explained. It's a pretty significant plot hole. And then he um, he won't marry. He's her. a gambling addict, right? No. So the the setup is in the opening scene, 
His mom is dying and her dying wish is that he never gets married because no woman will ever love you as much as I do. And there's a great Nicolas Cage freaking out scene when she dies with her eyes gaping wide open and it's just this bizarre setup. And then he becomes a private eye. You flash forward and he's a private eye who catches people cheating on their spouses. And so he doesn't want to marry his girlfriend, Sarah Jessica Parker, and he almost loses her. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, that's just the first 10 minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's an absolute um, Yeah, so they go to Vegas, and James Conn is trying to steal her, and he's trying to get to Hawaii now to chase James Conn because they were in Vegas. They go back to Vegas at the end, and he's got to go to Hawaii to chase down James Conn, and we have a Ben Stein cameo in the airport for our clip. If I take the 7 p.m., I get to Milwaukee when? 8.35. 8.35, and that's central time? Yes, sir. Now, would it be any cheaper if I stop in Nashville? Same price, sir. I hold an advantage card. That won't make any difference in the price, sir. There seems to be a very long line. Tell me again about the deal on Super Saver. Well, there are several restrictions. What's this guy doing around the world in 80 days? Lighten up. You lighten up. You can only fly on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, and it's important to make you I've got a major problem, okay? My fiance was kidnapped and taken to Hawaii. I've got to get there now. Well, I'm trying to make arrangements to get to Milwaukee for my nephew Douglas's wedding on the 21st. You're not even flying today? No. Consumer Reports said that if you make your travel arrangements two weeks in advance at the airport... You see this line? We're all flying today. Please, sir, if you don't get back on... Then what?! I'll be arrested, put in airport jail. Just get your ticket and move on, okay? Get your goddamn ticket and move on. Anything with Nicolas Cage freaking out is a winner for me. So Nicolas Cage, and he freaks out several times. Um, and also, uh, Ray, you were talking about Liz Hurley. Sarah Jessica Parker mm-hmm. in this movie is in the running for the best any person has ever looked in a movie in the history of looking good in movies. Absolutely off the top. Absolutely. I have to agree with you. I just looked up this movie because I've never seen it before. Um, she looks fantastic. Yeah. And I love Nick Cage. And I have to watch this movie. This might be the movie that I watched tonight. Yeah. Never seen it before. Is this pre Sex in the City? Prove it. This is pre Sex in the City. This is like maybe, I don't know, six, seven years before Sex in the City comes out. So out. that's funny. I thought that she was got famous from Sex in the City. I didn't know that she had she did, a career. She had a career that. before that, yeah. But a movie with Nick Cage, you know, and James Caan, like, I mean, she basically was successful before that, that show. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great cool. one. Good pick. Um, all right. Is, is, it, is it me? Uh, yes. It's it you, is. Martin. You're all right. right. All right, um, God. I've got two that I am torn on. Um, is it uh, the Flintstones' Viva Rock Vegas? No, but that, but that is a great, great movie. That was, that was definitely on my big board, the Flintstones' Las Vegas movie. Kristen Stewart's first That's, movie. Really? She is in really? that movie. Yeah. You're right. You're right. She, she, I think she maybe doesn't even have any lines. She plays Ring Toss Girl. Not even a name for the character. She's just Ring Toss Girl, and it's her first movie. I was See, I was like five years old when that movie came out. I think I loved it, but can't remember much. Other than, yeah. uh, do they play Love Shack in that movie? Love Shack. I can't even remember. 
Yeah. I mean, j- j- just anyway. the fact that it's a, it's a, whatever year the Flintstones take place in, I don't even know what the time period is, but like, yeah. like year eight or whatever, the fact that there's a rock version of Las Vegas is just incredible. Um, all right. I am going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to take it to the controversial. Is this a Vegas movie or is it not train? All right, here um, we go. Here we go. All right. I think because of one scene in this movie, it makes it a Vegas movie. And it's not, and it's not what you think I'm going to say. It's not what I'm going to say. Even though it's I really want to It's what it. I think you're going to say. No, it's I, not. It's I, not. It's not. No, it, it is. But it, yeah. even though I want to say it so bad, I'm going to save it for the next round if everybody else gets it. I'm going to say, get them to the Greek. Okay. All right. I'm going to say it's a Vegas movie based on the smoking and Jeffrey scene alone when they're in Las Vegas. I think that scene is so great. That makes it a Vegas movie. I know that's a stretch and I know it's a hot take, but I think that makes it a Vegas movie. As I said in the intro to the show, it is to each drafter to decide for themselves what a Vegas movie is, and it is to our classmates to give us unbelievable shit for picking a movie that is not a Vegas movie. So, classmates, do your thing. I will let I will let our honor. Give them the great render their smoking a Jeffrey, smoking a Jeffrey. All right, maybe because I've smoked a few Jeffreys in my day. I don't know. Maybe I have like a like a like a I mean I have high. To the to the scene, but when they smoke a Jeffrey with P Diddy in Vegas in the suite, that makes it a Vegas movie. I'm saying it all day. Boom. So, just to recap the rules here, in these late <laughs> rounds, what if you pick a movie that has doesn't have a single scene in Vegas, but it has the spirit of Vegas? You Is can't that- do that. I mean, okay, you, you can do, do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. So Ray's Ray Ray is clearly picking Pirates of the Caribbean in the West Coast. No, oh my God! <laughs> what? Come on, man! <laughs> <laughs> he's he's gonna be like for, man. He's gonna be like he's, he's he's gonna be like man. Like when Orlando Bloom was 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 fighting the Kraken, oh, you know, no, he, that's he just, not it. That's not he it. He just embodies it. Mean, it's, gam- it's gambling related. <laughs> does, it, does it count if he picks Pirates of the Caribbean because of the Treasure Island pirate ship? <laughs> I think that's what he's going for. I think it's not I what think... I'm going for. I'll save it for the honorable Ray, mentions. Ray, I'll save it for we, honorable we, mentions. Ray, before you make your pick, do you want to put it in the chat? The chat is a safe space. No, it's not. I'm gonna light your ass up when you put it in the chat. It is. It is. It is not a safe space at all. I. It is not a safe space. Who's next? Is it me? Uh, it's Martin again. It's me. It's a snake draft. All right. Okay. This is this is the last round, right? Yeah. This is it. This is the last round. Oh. God. All right. I have one. I really want to do. But I'm going to save before, it for before we go to the actual last round. Let me recap what everybody has. So, Ray, you have Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Vegas Vacation, mm-hmm. Swingers, yep. and Twenty One. That's I a, think good a very respectable roster. lineup. This is a very. I might be in the. I might be uh, in top of the standings right now, guys. To be um, honest with you, Martin has The Hangover, Austin Powers, Smoking Aces. 
and get, get him, him to the creek. Yeah, smoking Ooh. a Jeffrey. Smoking <laughs> a Jeffrey. I'm actually smoking so, a Jeffrey right I'm, I'm actually smoking a Jeffrey right now. The, uh, the LeBron of our draft, the hangover, has to carry a bad no. team around it. No. Just like the uh-uh. LeBron in Cleveland. <laughs> I wonder awesome. – I, 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 I wonder if we can use like BA and NGSA and you know like club money to pay for Jeffries for our trip to Vegas. Just just a just a but just a that, round of that's that's the kind of thing that should be put in the chat and not in the recording yeah, that will air on the well, podcast. I don't... What he means, audience and school faculty and administration, is our friend <laughs> our friend whose name is Jeffrey would like to come on the trip. <laughs> It's our friend Jeffrey. It's it's yes, Jeffrey. It's yes. Jeffrey. It's Jeffrey Tambor from Arrested Development. Heard about the yes. trip and wanted to come. Yes, we we all right. we, yeah. we we all have friends named Jeffrey that we want to be on the trip. Um, Go ahead and cut that cut that part, John Ford. Absolutely yeah. not. Fun um, thing is that I don't actually know how to edit the audio files. So if it's said, it's gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! This is what you should have told us before we came on. John Ford didn't give us proper instructions. <laughs> the other choice is we just redraft it. <laughs> oh we man, it's it always so, <laughs> it's always some mundane detail. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> All right, so that's okay, and, then, okay. and then what I hold on, hold on, and what I've got right now is Ocean's <laughs> Eleven, Casino, Showgirls, and Honeymoon in Vegas. Okay, I, 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 I'm I'm gonna hope real quick at the end that we can have a quick honorable mention that didn't yeah, make it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay, okay. All right, great, good, 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 good. So for my last and final pick, I am going to go with. I gotta go, Conair. I just, I just, I just can't, I can't leave my man Nick Cage after he retakes over an airplane stolen by prisoners. He he gets the airplane down in Vegas. He 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 saves the he he catches the bad guy. Him and Larkin. He he grabs the bunny out the out the sewer as it's going down for his hummingbird and he just has that amazing amazing act terrible maybe the one of the worst accents in movie history going on john ford let's see it i knew you was a punk and i was right you were playing us all along you a free man i said put the bunny back in the box Uh, amazing uh, put the bonnet back in the like he he literally sounds like i uh, like like he's from like like texas but at the same time he's from like 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 southeast canada it's just like it's the most ridiculous accent of all time he sounds like he's from texas but also has a sinus infection <laughs> But I mean, that is a Vegas movie. That Vegas scene, that is a Vegas movie. You can you can give me shit about Game of the Great. I get that, but I still think it's a Vegas movie. 
you cannot doubt me on Kanye. I dare, all I I dare anybody is, doubt me on Kanye. All I got to say is shout out to the dads. That's one of my dad's favorite movie. <laughs> that is also my dad's favorite movie. I I think in my I think in I I think in my childhood I've I've watched Kanye forty eight times. Yeah, I mean it's it's it's, it's always uh, on cable. It, and I and I saw that cable. So I I actually watched it like last week. Uh, it's a it's good a, movie. God. It's a really good movie. Another Nick Nick Cage is getting a lot of love in this draft. <laughs> well, Nick Cage is in every movie ever. So, I mean, I don't think we really have a choice. Nick Cage might not be done being a part of this draft, by the way. There's two picks left. There's two picks left, and there is a Nick Cage Vegas movie that is still on the board. I don't know that anyone's going to draft it, but it is is on the board. It's on me, that's for sure. Yeah, it is the movie he won Best Actor for. Whoa, did not know that. Wait, he has a Best Actor award? He won Best Actor for a, a movie that may or may not get drafted. Hold on, we're not done yet, so let's let's keep it going. Yeah. Who's next? All right. All right, I think John Ford. I am next, right. so this is my last pick. And um, boy, I'm looking at my big board. I have already taken. I really like Oceans 13, but I've already taken Oceans 11. I can't take two Oceans movies, can I? It's, it's probably too much. That, that, that's weak. That's weak. Go yeah, for someone else. Too much. Too much. I need more portfolio diversification. Um, let me think about this. This is a tough call. I'm, I'm going to take. I, I I had some second thoughts about taking this movie because it's about fifty percent in Vegas and fifty percent in Reno. Actually, it's like sixty forty Reno. But Jesus, if we can take get him to the Greek, then I can take Hard Eight. Great movie. So I'm taking Hard Eight. This is Paul Thomas Anderson's first feature film. Uh, it's a real winner. John C. Riley, Gwyneth Paltrow before they were famous. Samuel L. Jackson when he was about to be famous. And I think it's the only time Philip Baker Hall ever got to be a lead actor in a movie, and he is outstanding in it. So John Ford, have you picked a movie after 1990? <laughs> All of these movies. After 2000 after- would be more fair. Oh, okay, yeah. After, after 2000. <laughs> uh, the most recent movie is the year 2000, which is Ocean's Eleven. Oh, okay. Okay. So not after no. 2000. So not after 2000. Okay. <laughs> John yeah. John John Ford was in the theater in '96, <laughs> just just posted up, eating oh, yeah. eating his popcorn, just just loving it. John misses the old days, going Hard to eight. the movie, buying some popcorn, buying an icy, sitting in the seat. Yeah. He's not a streaming guy. Yeah, yeah. It's not a streaming. <laughs> yeah, buying an icy, you know, to check in, check in, check in the newspaper <laughs> for the for the Times. You know, like, yeah. like he would literally have his newspaper in the mornings and. He would scroll down and think, "Oh, I can catch Hard Eight at uh, at eleven twenty-five." I will say in my defense, I'm looking at the board right now, and Ray only has one movie after two thousand, and it's twenty-one. Hey, Ray, Ray. the uh, others are all '90s movies. Oh, you're right. We you may it out. may He's just right. be the case. He's right. It may just be the Maybe. case that we appreciate the classics. 
That's right. Man, these are classics. I, I have I have to admit I have not seen Hard Eight. It's fantastic. Okay. I haven't seen it either, oh. but that that's another that I'm going to put on the list for it. It also has it also has a one scene, absolute fire performance by Philip Seymour Hoffman as a um, he's playing craps, and he's absolutely on fire in that scene. He's got one scene, but he's fantastic in it. So that's my last pick, Heart Eight. So I have one more pick. You have one more pick, right? Then it's over, right? Then we do honorable mentions uh, and we wrap it up. So I'm, you know what? I know you guys said it has to have a scene in Vegas, but I'm going off script. Sorry, guys. I just have to, <laughs> here I we have go. To. Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> no, it's go. not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> this movie. This movie deserves to be on here. No, it's All Pirates right, of the Caribbean Two. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Dead man's chest. <laughs> Oh, all right, all right, Ray, Ray. So I, I know I may be I may be different from you know a lot of people in our class. When I think of Vegas, I do think of blackjack. I do think of like high stakes gambling, poker, whatever. So this movie counts in my opinion. My last pick is Molly's Game. That's an Aaron Sorkin movie. This is a great movie. It's a very very good movie, which is why I want to include it, not in honorable mentions. Uh, Jessica Chastain, Idris Elba. Um, it's Idris. about an, an MI. It's like about a super, like an Olympic athlete skier. She does like the crazy like ski jumping. She gets hurt and he, she's super smart too. So like her backup plan from the Olympics is to go to law school. But in the summer before she goes to law school, she moves to LA, our town, and meets just basically like starts going to like the Viper room in West Hollywood and like meets a bunch of celebrities as like a cocktail waitress. And she gets brought into this underground high stakes celebrity gambling ring. And she becomes the ringleader of the gambling ring and just crazy stuff happens, crime, everything. And the best part about this movie exposes Toby Maguire as an illicit multi-million dollar poker player, um, changed his career forever. So Molly's game, that counts. It is a great movie about New York and Las Vegas and Los Angeles. Uh, but there's no but Vegas large. is but Vegas is never mentioned. There's no scenes in Las Vegas. <laughs> okay. So in, it, hold on. Ray Ray, you're just qualifying podcast. Let's let's hold no, on. No. <laughs> let's let's just stop the tape for a second. It's an illegal gambling ring. Okay, whatever. It, because it's not in Las Vegas where gambling is legal. Do you want you guys want me to change my pick? I will. No, 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 no. If you, no. I want to make you, fun of you. If I, 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 I have to stick. I have to stick with my give me the great pick, and you guys stick with your doesn't even have a single Vegas scene in it. <laughs> I, Pirates of the Caribbean it's, adjacent. Not not quite Pirates of the no, Caribbean. It's not. Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean adjacent level pick. <laughs> P, P wait P O P O P O T C adjacent pick. Like you might as well go on with like Lord of the Rings. Like, like, no, like give me a break, dude. Earth. There's no <laughs> <laughs> just because you, you don't be know like, how to play poker, bro. Just, you could be like, well, you know, Middle Earth, Vegas. 
Oh, come What's... on. That counts. We said at the outset <laughs> that anything that's tangentially related to Las Vegas, uh... which blackjack and poker is related to Las Vegas, it's what they're known for, that counts. I stand by uh... that. Especially with pick number 20. So I stand by that. All right. So if that's the case, whenever we go to Vegas for this orientation, you should go to New York. And we'll just call it the same trip, you know? Or pick number 15, I should say. If you want me to change it, I'll, I'll tell you what no, I want no, to No, 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 no. I don't want you to change it. Okay. I, I no, I don't, I don't want you to change it. What I want to do is I want to yeah. have you give the, like, three honorable mentions that take place in Vegas that are standing around wondering why the hell they didn't get drafted. <laughs> so that you can take fucking Molly's game. All right. My, I, I'm going to... Ray's honorable mention is going to be rounders. <laughs> no, it's not. Honorable mention. So state draft, my first honorable mention would be Rush Hour 2. Didn't want to pick it because it literally has one scene in Vegas, but Chris Tucker, um, Jackie Chan, just amazing comedy duo. Like, how could you not love that movie? It's I actually hilarious. watched that movie like I haven't watched the movie on Wednesday night. On cable. Yeah. Shout out to still. Yeah. We should have we should have ATT Universe sponsor this podcast because I think I've given a lot of cable shout outs. So yeah, my the end of my draft may have been weak, but my top three, my top uh four, fire still leading that division. No man, problem. It's not about how you start, man. It's how you finish the game. You know, you gotta run through the finish line. Now nah, we're the Lakers, bro. We don't care as long as we're the playoffs. <laughs> Aren't the Lakers living in the uh, All right. Job four, who you got? Um, let, Martin, just go through a couple of your honorable mentions. We don't have to snake draft it. We don't have to remember okay. it. My, my first honorable mention is Miss Congeniality. Okay. Love, love me some Sandy Bullock. Shout, shout out to my girl, Sandy Bullock. Um, Sandy Bullock stuff. So that great movie. And then my. My ultimate honorable mention, but I feel like I'm going to age myself here. And I guarantee you half our class have not seen this because they were probably born in, the, in this year. But the sequel, so Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. Okay. When the, the, it's in Vegas and Adam, the giant baby, is huge, right? And then the dad has to blow up the mom. To like go get the baby and they blow up the teddy bear and it's the massive baby walking through the streets of Vegas. Greatly terrible movie. So I'm gonna go miscongeniality with Sandy Bullock and then Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. 1992 classic. Boom, draft settled. My team's going to championship. Um, I think those are those are pretty interesting picks. Ray, do you have any other honorable mentions? No honorable mentions. I'm good. I got a if bunch we can't of honorable pick, mentions. If we can't pick have, uh, Hangover 2 or 3, then then I'm, I'm comfortable with all my picks and mentions so far. You can pick 3. 3 is a Vegas movie. Don't they go to Mexico in 3? They do, but then but they, they go back, they to back to Vegas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then they have Hangover 3. Sort of there. Um, for me, I've mentioned Ocean's 13, which I actually think is severely mm -hmm. underrated and we did the austin powers cold war clip speaking of things that are subsequently became very topical the villain in oceans 13 is basically donald trump mm. like al pacino is playing donald yeah. trump. 
a, yeah, sure. a egomaniacal casino owner who screws over his business partners and then uh, gets his in the end. Um, we mentioned, we alluded to Leaving Las Vegas, which is Nicolas Cage's other great Vegas movie and the Nick Cage Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Um, okay. For which he won Best Actor in 1996. And no one drafted it because it's fucking depressing and no one would ever watch this movie to get into a mood to go on a Vegas trip, but it is, I think, an undeniably very good movie and a great performance by Nick Cage. Um, we took a couple of movies that are barely Vegas movies, and I would have assumed that if we were going to do as much of that as we did, that somebody would have taken Rain Man. Uh, that was that was on my big board. Yeah. It's been so it, long since I've seen it. How long? It, how is it, it related was, to it Vegas? It was on my big board. So the, um, the scene where Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman go to the casino because Tom Cruise realizes that Dustin Hoffman can count cards. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Which yep. the scene in The Hangover where Alan counts cards is a yep. send-up of that scene because Alan is wearing the Rayman did it. suit. Yeah. yeah, and Alan is wearing the oh, suit. So it's kind of like parodying yeah, yeah. The, the scene for Rayman. Gotcha. Um, that's cool. On, That's a good on, pick. Ne on Netflix, Army of the Dead, Zack Snyder's zombie movie in a post-apocalyptic Las Vegas, which is about 40 minutes too long, but it's got plenty of pretty good moments. Um, and then Mars Attacks is the other Vegas. Oh, great movie. movie. That's a Vegas-adjacent movie that we, uh, we didn't draft because we had to make room for Get Him to the Greek and Molly's Game. And Molly's Game. <laughs> I stand by it. I stand by it. Hey, hold on. We're going to... At least Get Me the Greek has to... Pull. At least Get Me the Greek has a scene in Vegas. I don't think Molly's Game goes within a thousand square miles of Vegas. Oh, I guess they're in, in a, LA, but what is that, like, like no, a 400 yeah, square miles. miles? We'll pull the class, the Marshall class at Vegas. I have a feeling they're going to have my back. It's in the spirit of Vegas. Gambling and blackjack celebrities it counts that no, gets you hyped no. for vegas yes it does yes it does you're gonna have to sleep in the pool cabana for your whole trip based on that based on that pick um last vegas which i watched last night just in case somebody drafted last vegas just in case which one is that it's the one where um michael douglas robert de niro morgan oh Obama, yeah, yeah, yeah and kevin yeah, klein yeah. all needed more money so they made a buddy movie in vegas Mm -hmm. And if you want to know what movie stars can do, watch the material they're working with and how they make it watchable, because that is yeah. not a good movie. It's a terrible they, movie. But they show you what a movie star can do with bad material, even when they're giving like 50%. Yeah, that, that's probably one of the worst scripts ever. ever um, and I think that, oh, Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Anyone want to give any? Oh, oh shout out. Shout yeah. out. Yeah. I'm that happy movie. to say I've never seen that movie. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's, 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 it's greatly terrible. Yeah. Tragically yeah. undrafted. You should have. Oh, my Jeez. God. Over, Jeez. over, uh, <laughs> over Molly's game. I'm, a, I'm, I'm taking Paul Bart <laughs> over Molly's game any day of the week. Oh, please. No, you're not. Dude, he's <laughs> in the like... mall in Vegas just kicking ass with like, with like mannequins. You know, he's like throwing mannequins with bad guys. And he's like, and like, the best part of that movie is like, like in most, you know, like fighting or crime movies, it's like the reason they're badass because they were like a Navy SEAL and they were like a former cop. Like he's a badass because of his, his extensive 
mall knowledge. Like he just knows all the tricks and trade of navigating like the beanbag section of Spencer's, you know? So he's like throwing beanbags at people and shit. It's, it's, it's fucking great, dude. All right. I think we, this has been a lot of fun. So I think we need that's some all way. five rounds. Yeah. Yes. That's all yeah. five rounds. So here's, here's what everybody ended up with for the folks tracking at home. Uh, Ray ended up with fear and loathing in Las Vegas, Vegas vacation, swingers, 21 and Molly's game. Ugh. And Martin, you ended up with the Winner. hangover, Austin Powers, smoking aces, get him to the Greek and come yep. here. Um, I ended up with. I ended up with. I ended up with Ocean's Eleven, Casino, Showgirls, Honeymoon in Vegas, and Hard Eight. So I'm I'm pretty happy with my list. How do you guys feel about your lists? I'm very happy. I still think, you know, despite your jokes, I think I, I think I got the best draft possible for myself. So I um, think my classmates will agree. Love if it. Been, um, if there had been a sixth round, you could have taken Godfather Two because Reno is close to Vegas. There you go. <laughs> All right, hey. Martin. How do you feel about your picks? I love it. I love it. I um. I can't wait to watch all those before we go to Vegas in a couple of weeks and mm-hmm. and senior senior year tear it up. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to see who's going to get the most wasted. All right. Hopefully, it's, hopefully it's not going to be me, but we'll see. Fear and lo- fear and loathing style. Yeah. Let's do right. it. Well, thank I you. Think, for, go ahead. I was going to say I I think John Ford is going to get the most wasted. Get the <laughs> most wasted. Uh, yeah. Well, that's how you lose money in Vegas is making bets like that. <laughs> Facts. The, guy, the guys at the sports book are like, all right, let's take Martin's money. Let's take all of it. <laughs> that, that <laughs> um, all right, guys. I'll see you at the you. roulette table. Thank you both of you for being here. I appreciate it very much. This was a lot of fun. And for everybody listening, uh, this is going to be released probably like 10 to 12 days before the actual Vegas trip is when this will actually drop. Everybody come to Vegas, enjoy yourselves. It's going to be an enormous amount of fun and I'll see you there. I'm going to play us out with one final clip. It is the final scene of Ocean's Eleven. We're going to listen to Clear the Loon and then we're going to end the podcast. Thank you, everybody. Tess. Tess. You of all people should know, Terry. In your hotel, there's always someone watching.
Six months, I guess. 